Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're talking youth soccer today. Junior Red Knight soccer, to be specific, Oswald Bechua. That's correct. Close, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been practicing. Man, it's good to see you again, sir. How you been? Pretty good. How about you? Yeah, I've been good. I've been good. It's uh, almost starting to feel like outdoor soccer weather. Almost. Almost. Oh, two weeks away from spring season. So. Well, yeah, <laughs> it might be three weeks. If this snow doesn't get out, man, it's going to be a little bit too wet for, for maybe you guys to uh, to start training and playing and all that. Hey, Oswald, we had you in uh, maybe a year, a little over a year ago, to talk a little bit about uh, the Junior Red Knight program. It's part of the Milwaukee Lutheran um, School. And that's where the, the junior red knight comes from. Uh, you're a Milwaukee Lutheran grad? Yes, I am. 2012. Yeah, yeah proud. Yes, very proud. Good school. Very good school, yes. My daughter is uh, first year teaching there, and she absolutely loves it. She was nervous, uh, had not taught in high school before. And uh, she's a Milwaukee Lutheran grad as well and came back home. Nice. And um, it's been a really good year for her. Katie Bonner is her name, and she teaches. Uh, she, she's got freshmen. Freshmen, okay. And um, you know, freshmen are scared in the beginning. Get start getting a little curious as they as the year goes on. So she said, you know, Dad, it's it's interesting that once, you know, they get to know you a little bit, get comfortable with their surroundings, it gets a little bit more difficult. But she's she's really liking it and uh, thinks that they're doing some really good work at at Milwaukee Lutheran. So um, you should be proud of your alma mater. How, you you're a coach over there, correct? Yes, I coach uh, both boys and girls soccer uh, on the varsity level. Yes. How how are the programs? Uh, we're growing. Yeah, we are growing. Um, I took over the boys program this year, so I'm excited to work to take that program um, in years to come. So. Yeah, you uh, soccer's in your blood, huh? Yes. Yeah. Since I was, since I was little. Yeah. Where, where are you originally from? I'm from Tanzania, East Africa. I've uh, been for here for about 15 years now. Okay. Yeah. Um, soccer was big growing up there, huh? Yep. Every school, every day after school, we play soccer. Every day. Every day. Not basketball. Not, not baseball. Basketball. Nope. Not football. None of that. Just it's soccer. Just soccer. Yeah. And so when you moved here, were you surprised that not everybody was interested in soccer as you were? Yes, I was actually. So if I, in sixth grade, came in first day of classes asking, "Hey, so when are we playing soccer?" Like, oh, they were like, what, "What are you talking about soccer?" Yeah. Play basketball here or flag football. I'm like, okay. So, did you did you play any other sports? So I went for basketball. Okay. Because I was one of the tallest kids in the class, so I played. Um, it was fun. I played in middle school and high school also for four years at Milwaukee Lutheran. Yeah. Who's coaching then? Um, then I was uh, just just a mesh. Okay. Yeah. You know, I see him a lot because I coached basketball at Martin Luther, and uh, 
Coach Mayish uh, is kind enough sometimes to allow us to come into his his classroom um, if we're going to have a pregame meal or something, and we're looking for space. And uh, he's he's a big fan of what we're doing at Martin Luther. Um, he he's a heck of a basketball coach. Yeah, I I, I liked him when I as a coach. So yeah, and and a good teacher. Yes. I, again, my daughter. It's funny because. Uh, the other guy who runs the school at Martin Luther is Dr. Wayne Jensen, mm-hmm. who's a Milwaukee Lutheran guy, and he was a basketball coach at, at Milwaukee Lutheran for a while when he was a teacher there. And I was coaching at Dominican, and I, I didn't like coaching against him because he'd come <laughs> way down on my side. He'd walk out of the coach's box, and I'd say, hey, get, get over to your side. And he'd say, man, you leave me alone. You coach your team. We'd yell at each other. <laughs> and my daughter would say, don't yell at uh, Dr. Jensen. He's the best teacher I've ever had. And I'd say, well, he, man, he's ticking me off as a basketball coach, that's for <laughs> sure. And now he's the principal at Martin Luther. And Oswald, I, look, I'm not at the top of my game today. And I told told this story during the uh, the Nary show, but basketball team of Martin Luther mm-hmm. has made it to the sectional finals. We had a game tonight, 7 o'clock in Evansville, Wisconsin. Evans, what is that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's up near Stoughton out yeah. of Madison, playing against Beloit Turner. So they're sending us about an hour and a half away but if we get this one, we get to the state tournament next week, and and uh, man, I'm nervous. Did not sleep well last night, Oswald, as you as you know, and I'm yeah. sure when it gets to this point yeah. where you're one step away, you want to just you know what, finish the deal. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get this thing done. Congrats, and, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. And then we take a breath and say, if we can get there, okay. If we're going to get there, we might as well try to win the thing, right? That's, exactly. That's the whole idea. Hey, let's talk a little bit about some of the things going on at the Junior Red Knight um, soccer program. When you started this program, you, you had no idea how many other smaller youth soccer programs were, were, were trying to get going or in place when you started the Junior Red Knight program. Yes, that's exactly there's a lot. Yes, there is actually. Yeah. So you compete. I mean, you have to compete with 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 other clubs throughout. Not only through um, in your area, mm-hmm. which is the northwest side of of the Milwaukee area, because there's there's a number of them. You know, the kickers are what three miles from you, yeah. four miles. Yeah. Um, and there, Menominee Falls has their own, mm-hmm. and then high schools start their own as well. Yeah. So you're competing. With with a lot of different soccer clubs to get kids to join the Junior Red Knight soccer program, if a parent comes to you and says, "Look, I we've got a lot of options. What sets you apart? Why should we have our son or daughter come to you?" I think um, family, Christian values. We bring God first in everything we do. I don't think a lot of clubs can say that about themselves, right? You, uh, we we play for Him, right? Yes. I mean that's that's the slogan and 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 where I coach basketball in Milwaukee Lutheran and Lake Country Lutheran are all under the same umbrella, mm-hmm. and that we play for him is I, I think that does stand apart that makes you stand out, and when you talk about you know we we coach with Christian values it's not just a slogan for you yeah no yeah we practice it every day in classes in in games and practices. Before every practice we play we pray before every game we pray and after the game too we pray. So, do you invite the other team to come in? We do sometimes. Um, if we play another Christian school, we say, "Hey, you're gonna join us for a prayer in the middle of the middle of the, of the pitch." They they say, "Yeah, sure, we can do yeah, that." Yeah, come on, let's uh, let's do that together. I think that's a good sign. Um, when when I, I I do a show called Faith in the Zone, mm-hmm. and where I talk to men and women all over the country that'll come on a secular sports station and talk about their faith, and we we talk a lot to public school guys that say, "Hey, look, I I need to be careful." With what, how I how I approach this, 
but certainly you don't have to be that way. No, that's, that's the beauty right there. I don't have to worry about it. You just say what I what I think. Yeah. And at the youth level, do you find that that kids um, are more prepared to play soccer or at a better place, especially at those early ages, the seven, eight, nine, maybe ten year olds? Have they been around the game? Does it look? To, does it seem to you that kids are improving at that age, or are you starting? Are they just starting out at that age? I mean, you, you talked about you played soccer every day after school, so you already had some knowledge of the game when you were that age. Is this their first introduction to the game? Well, yeah, for sure, especially in the city. That's mostly most of the kids that play basketball or, or baseball, so soccer is really the, 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 the next option. So first time with a lot of first timers yeah. coming to play soccer. So it's kind of beautiful to see actually how much they improve. Yeah, because they leave leaps and bounds because if they've just learned in the game and and look if we're talking about some city kids, a lot of times we're talking about some some really good athletes mm-hmm. that that if you can teach them the game, do they have to fall in love with the game um, to get really good? Um, I guess it depends on the person. I yeah. would say maybe some. They have to. Some are good anyways. It doesn't matter if they like it or not. So some, some people just natural. So it's it a, depends. It's a great crossover, too, if they yeah. want to play other sports. Yes. You know, I love as a basketball coach, I love soccer kids. Mm-hmm. You boys can run all day and you defend. Yes. <laughs> you can't shoot a lick. You know, none of you guys can shoot very well. But I'll tell you what, on the defensive end and their fitness level, always really high and, and able to move their feet – um, exceptionally well on the defensive end. Did you see a really nice crossover when you played basketball at Milwaukee Lutheran? For sure. This own defense, for sure, that helped me a lot with my feet. Right. A um, couple other guys who play soccer, I think their calling card was defense because they, they could move their feet pretty well. Right. So. Could you shoot the ball at all? Actually, I could, yeah. Come on now. We had a play for me called Pa Special in yeah? high school. So. We got a hoop <laughs> out in the parking lot. Maybe during the break we'll go play a little one-on-one. You can't hold me. No, hey. I'm just kidding. I'm an old, I told I'm an old grandfather of almost four. Yeah. I'm only kidding when I say stuff like that. Hey, you've got a camp coming up uh, that, that we wanted to talk about, and we'll talk about it. Uh, you know, certainly throughout the show, and it's a while from now, but you want to put it on your calendar. It's uh, the an- your annual Junior Red Knight Soccer Camp happening June 24th through the 28th from 9 to noon. That's right. Where is it? At, at Milwaukee Lutheran? Mm-hmm. And you're hosting the camp with the Ace Soccer Club, another local club that's based on the south side. What made you guys come together as a group? Because um, you thought that maybe if you want to go to soccer in Milwaukee, why fight for kids? Why not like join forces, join resources? Some things we have, they don't have. Something they have, we don't have. Vice versa. So why not join those forces and kind of bring more kids together and like help soccer grow in Milwaukee? Yeah, and and you're not competing. Milwaukee Lutheran probably isn't competing for kids on the south side as far as wanting to to, to go to Milwaukee Lutheran. I don't think maybe they are. There's some kids from the south that probably um, go to Milwaukee Lutheran. Did the kids that join this camp are these kids that that uh, maybe in the funnel to be a Milwaukee Lutheran student, or will you take anybody? We'll take anybody. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be come to Milwaukee Lutheran come here, so it doesn't matter to us. We, we would like for you to come, if sure. anybody, because I think we're, we're a good school, academically and Christian-wise. Right. We're, we're a good school. Do you work uh, in this school? No. I actually work at Boys and Girls Club but, uh, as a program coordinator. You do? Which, yes. Where is that located? Uh, Bayview. Excellent. Yes. Um, what to, what kind of uh, things are you doing over there? Are you setting up all the youth programs yes. and stuff? Yep. A lot of kids. Mm-hmm. You're busy every day. Yes, I, I enjoy working with youth, so I think I'm in a good line of work. Good for you. How long yes. have you been there? 
Uh, for about a month now. Yeah? Yeah. Man, good spot for you. Yes. Good for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue talking Junior Red Knight Soccer. And we'll talk a little bit about their mission, their mission statement, some of the things that they believe. Want to find out from Oswald if, if all they want to do is win games or if they want to just teach these kids the game that he loves so desperately. He is. Uh, this is a sport that, that he loves a lot, and he loves to be able to teach it to these kids. So let's talk to him about a little bit about his heart, his mission statement when it comes to the Junior Red Knight Soccer Program. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking Junior Red Knight Soccer today. Oswald Bachois. Really getting close on that thing is is uh, are you the founder? Or are you the president? Or are you the guy that runs it? What what's your title on this? Um, director. 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 We'll go with that. Yeah. You are the director of the Junior Red Knight Soccer Program. Is it a co-ed program? Um, it's boys and girls. So it is co-ed. Yeah, yes. boys and girls. Now, do the boys uh, the boys play on the boys team? Girls play on the girls team. If a That's girl correct. is good enough, wants to try for the boys team, do they are they allowed to do yeah, that? Yeah, do that. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that. Excellent. Hey, um, you guys have a for girl girls um, ages nine through twelve. The program offers competition at both the club and recreational level in order to challenge skilled players to and, and give an opportunity for beginners to learn and develop their soccer skills. As we're going through this, uh, I'm going to give you a couple of ways to get a hold of these guys. Uh, Junior Red Knights, JRRedKnights.com. Uh, it is JR Red Knights, RedKnightSC.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me go through that again. It's JR for Junior, RedKnightSCSoccerClub.com. Phone number 262 225 8691. 262 225 8691. If you want to get more information, girls' soccer for you guys. Um, I th- I think girls soccer's come a long way, and I think and I do believe that the Olympic team in the United States has had a lot to do with that. Would you believe? Would you agree with that? Yes, I believe so. Because Three World the, Cup wins. Yeah, the success so. that they've had has has I think kind of sh- it, it shines a light on how good girl, women's soccer and girls soccer can be in in uh, in the United States, and I think that 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 draws a lot of girls into play. Are you seeing numbers bigger on the girls' side or the boys' side, you personally? Um, I think it's still boys' side. It's still boys' side. I've a lot, lot, lot more numbers. But um, girls are, have grown a lot from just seeing club-level players, seeing high schools. Some high schools have like three teams on, the, on their program. So Right. So it's growing a lot. It, it is growing a lot. It is, and I agree with that. When, when you guys put together the Junior Red Knight – Soccer club. You weren't the girls' coach prior, correct? No, I was not. No. Um, and and did you see then that that this is something with the Junior Red Knights program that if you can really work on the girls' side, that certainly will benefit the high school team. Yes, that's correct. There's a lot of competition right now for for girl athletes. Mm-hmm. Volleyball is has blown up, as you know. Girls' basketball is getting bigger and stronger. Um, it's it's a difficult thing to ask girls to play soccer year-round. Is this something that they can play during just outdoor soccer season and still develop into a good player? I believe so. Um, I mean, I, I did I did what I was growing up. I played once. I played each sport, basketball, tennis, um, soccer. 
So I was kind of all over the place with, um, I think it helps you actually if you play multiple sports. So like soccer can help you with basketball or volleyball in terms of your moving with your feet. Yeah, so, I, I agree with that. Are you a big indoor soccer person? Um, That's a different game for you. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of it, but I, I see the value of um, indoor soccer. It kind of teaches you to play quick, better touches, maybe develop your skills, but I'm not really a big fan of indoor soccer. How about futsal? Uh, that thing's that's growing too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going a lot actually. Keith Keith Tozer is 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 big into that. Yeah, and he was the wave coach. I worked for the wave for a long time, and uh, he's he is on a national level right now, big in the United States with futsal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think futsal also has a has a really valued soccer actually, especially with the first touch. It really helps you a lot. Have you played it? Um, once. Yeah, and I did not like it. You didn't. No. Well, you can ask why. Um, you're a purist. Yes, I'm. I'm a purist. Yeah, so I, I prefer those. Um, especially, especially as a goalie, it's it's hard to play with yeah. side. So it's almost like I. It, it's even harder than playing goalie in indoor soccer. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. I think you're right. I think there's some benefit to it. It's almost as a basketball coach when kids play in three on three tournaments, like you're going to get a lot of shots up, mm-hmm. and I understand that, but. I, the spacing is so much different, mm-hmm. and def- there's there's a lack of defense. So you get by one guy, you can score, mm-hmm. and 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 I don't know if it's realistic. Football is going big into seven on seven, and that's something we're going to talk to you about as mm-hmm. well. The seven on seven um, soccer summer league that you guys run, but it's 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 not realistic. No. You know, football they they and and it's getting huge, and and it's a throwing league is what it is, and, mm-hmm. and you have quarterbacks and your receivers. Who are getting a lot of reps together, but a quarterback sitting back in the pocket with nobody ready to hit him right. is different. Right. You know, it's 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 just different. So I understand there your uh why you didn't like it. Right. The the indoor side of it, and there's a lot around here that kids can play indoor. Mm-hmm. And it it is a different game. I think little kids like playing indoor better because it's a smaller space. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they get more touches. And they get the score, but I don't know if you can develop your soccer skills on the indoor level to be a really good outdoor player. Um, I guess I think there's a different philosophy to that. I think with, with like uh, indoor, you're learning to operate in a small space, and like uh, making quick decisions and like uh, making off ball runs. But with outdoor, it's like a whole big space of of, uh, of, uh, of an area, so it's kind of a different tra- dynamics of how you're looking at it. Right. So I guess it really depends on who you, who, what coach you're asking. For me, um, I prefer to stay outdoor and do it that way. Hey, getting back real quick to this soccer camp that you guys are hosting. Again, it's June 24th through the 28th. So as the weather starts to turn, and parents, you're you're looking for things for your kids to do this summer. And, and you know if, if you're going to get them to a basketball camp or a soccer camp. Let me tell you a little bit about this one because I'm impressed with it. And we talked about it a year ago. And it, it looks to be kind of the same. And you tell me if it is. Uh, but again, June 24th through the 28th, it'll be at Milwaukee Lutheran High School as part of the Junior Red Knight Soccer Program. There's no fee. No fee. It's free. It's a free summer camp. Mm-hmm. How do you How do you do that? If I can ask. Uh, fundraising. Good. Um, we use some of the. We talk about summer league. We use some money from there to to help the cost of running the camp. So there. they can come for a week from June 24th through the 28th from nine to noon. So it's a morning camp. You, you you will take these kids, and they don't have to have soccer experience. Nope, no, quite no, not at all. How many coaches will you have there? Do you think? Uh, 
four to five. Four to five coaches. Mm-hmm. Some will work with the kids that are the first-time players. Mm-hmm. Some will probably work with the middle skill level kids. And I'm sure that you've got one or two that will work with the higher-level kids that want to get involved in this camp. It is The camp is free. Similar to how it was last year. Again, no soccer experience required. You just come and have fun. Last year, their camp had a decent turnout uh, despite the weather. It was tough weather last yeah, year. Yeah, it was raining every morning that day. Three, that week, three so. to five days, something yeah. like that. You average between 15 and 20 kids uh, per day. Mm-hmm. If, if the weather's good and it's a free camp, you're going to get way more than that. Yes. Um, you just are. And what you're looking to is participation from kids from the neighborhood. But with this addition to, to hosting the camp with the A soccer club, mm-hmm. you'll have kids from all over southeast Wisconsin. That's right. And that's kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. If you get 50 kids... Will you find more coaches to come in? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You don't have a yeah. You, you just got to make a phone call or two. You, yeah, you kind of get some of my captains from boys team. I can hey, come help over here. So they'll come. So they, they will they like come. Too, so. If if you make a phone call, they will come. <laughs> yes. you know, right. <laughs> yeah. How how was the team? How were the teams last year at Milwaukee Lutheran? Uh, we're, we're decent actually. Um, we are we we so we had some struggles here and there. We had a lot of injuries. From last year, from our best players, so that kind of hurt us a little bit. But overall, we had a very young team. I think we had like five, six freshmen on varsity. Wow! And they um, are they all back? They all back. Good. And a lot of last of ones too. So I'm excited for the future of the program and seeing them grow this year. So. How are you as a coach? Uh, are you a quiet guy? Do you do you get after a little bit? Do you yell at the line judge a little bit? What what kind? How are you as a coach? So I'm a referee also, so I don't. Yeah, I'm not referees, so I kind of know the feeling of coaching and refereeing at the same time. So I'm usually nice with other referees. Yeah. Um, in terms of with, with the kids, um, both ways it depends on who who I'm coaching. Yeah. Some you, kids I can get after. Some kids I really can't do as much. So it depends on the personality. How long have you been coaching? Uh, three years now. Okay. Look, you got a long way. You're still a young buck. Yeah. Okay. You got a long way to go. And five years from now, ten years from now. The way you're coaching now, it might not be similar at all to where you are. 36 years I've been doing basketball, Mm -hmm. and I'm way different than I was the first three, the first five, even the first 10 years of of, of coaching, Mm -hmm. and and, and thank God for that. (laughs) I I have to tell you because I'm almost embarrassed, to be honest with you, Oswald, the way I was when I was a real young guy and uh, and doing some coaching, it just – it was not who I am, at least for sure anymore. Yeah. And um, I, I have a lot of respect for 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 guys that'll step up and ref games mm-hmm. on the basketball court in the soccer pitch. Right, mm-hmm. those guys, you know, a lot of people yelling at them. They don't need me telling them. They know the rules. Right. You know, they they uh, they take care of that on on their own. Do you find that um, early on when you're coaching kids? that you'll realize which kid you have to put your arm around and which kids you can challenge to, to make them better? Yeah. Actually, I actually had learned that hard way my first year coaching. I, I couldn't really tell the difference between who I can do that and who I can't do that. So You yelled at everybody. Yelled at everybody, and I knew, okay, it's probably not a good way to go about it. Right. So I kind of like a learning process, too, as, as a young coach, too, like learning, okay, man, that's not a good idea to do that. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's a good plan to do so. yeah did do you find out did did you take from some of the guys who coached you at early ages do you find that you're going back to some of the things that you heard from them some of the drills that they did to get kids better oh for sure um one of my coaches at Van Dillon, um he was um 
coach for my sophomore, my senior year, and he also principal at the Arudima Lutheran okay. School. Sure. Um, I liked him as a coach a lot, and I, I use a lot of his concepts when I when I coach too. So, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Sometimes when you're playing for coaches, you think, man, this guy hates me, or why would he be doing this? Yeah. And then you realize when you start coaching, mm-hmm. okay, that actually makes some sense. Yeah. I get uh, I get text messages or phone calls from people I've coached in the past and Facebook messages a lot where they'll say, hey, I, you're not going to believe this, but I'm coaching a fifth-grade team or a sixth-grade team, and I'm doing the same stuff that, yeah. that I used to <laughs> yell at you about or think bad about you and right. and saying the same stuff that you used to say. Yeah. And uh, that's that certainly is uh, – you know that's flattery is mm-hmm. what it is because they they realize that maybe some of the things we're doing did work. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, this seven on seven so, uh, soccer summer league um, that 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 we want to talk about. I want to get your feeling on. Ask what uh, what what this is. Who's who's involved? How people can get involved if they want to get involved. But you've uh, is this your your uh, your your baby? Or have you started this? Yeah, this is my baby right here. So. Yeah. We'll talk about it. He's Oswald Beshwag. He is uh, the director of the Junior Red Knight Soccer Program. And we're going to talk to him about the 7-on-7 Soccer Summer League that he is starting. And we'll do that on the other side of the break. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, we're talking Junior Red Knight Soccer. He's the director of this program. He's Oswald Bashwa. Boy, I'm getting close on that thing. <laughs> I'm closer than most, right? I think, yeah. Yeah. Hey, when I called over to the high school, because we were going to be joined, uh, Jared, the AD, could not make it today, but we thought he was going to come in, and I had to get the, the correct pronunciation of his last name for the promo that cut. And then I asked the woman... She goes, well, he was a student. I just called him Oswald B., so good luck with that one. <laughs> and I said, all right, thank you very much. Second year for the 7-on-7. Seven seven. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about this and where the idea came up from. Okay, so basically the idea is for players in summer, because we can only do so much with them in the summer, uh, to get touches, get in shape, get some chemistry with each other, with other teams, with, uh, with their own teammates. Um because I know for my program, I know if I didn't do it, this they would sit around and play video games all day, right? For summer, so it's my kind of, kind of, kind of keeping tabs on them to see so that they're improving, they're they're growing as players, yeah. And it's kind of staying out of trouble. It's playing something to love. Yeah. Again, you're a young, a young buck, one of the young coaches, and what a great idea! I love the fact that the first thing you said was, "I don't want to play in video games all day." Yeah. You know that that was something that didn't happen. You know, when I was a kid, we, we were out on the playground all the time because mm-hmm. video games weren't around. And now I see it with the kids I coach. If they get an hour between, you know, between we'll have a meal and they don't have to be back before game time, you know, for an hour, they'll get to somebody's house and go play for a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it it is a big part of their lives. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you can get them away from that. Um, how many schools are are involved in the league? So last year we had... Um we had six schools for 12 teams. Coach, the board of varsity and JV team. This year we're going to have 24 teams. So 12 what? schools, each team has one varsity and one JV team. Good for you. Yes. Did did those other schools re- reach out to you or did you reach out to them or a combination? A combination of it. Um, you kind of word of mouth and here and there and you got some coaches who are very interested, some 
very they're excited about it. like oh yeah it's a good idea for me for, for my players to to use this as a resource in and, the summer and so it's uh, seven on seven so obviously the field is is quite you you cut it in quarters or what uh, do you so do it's a seventy by thirty five okay so it's a uh, you still have spacing and like as as usual as a regular field but it's still like uh, it's less people and like the goals are. A little bit smaller, but still like nice size. And you have so. a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. So the goalkeeper then is getting a lot of shots at him. Exactly, a lot of shots on goal. What are, is there a normal kind of score? Because you know people complain there's not enough scoring in soccer, and and uh, I used to agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't anymore. No. You know when I worked for the Rampage, the outdoor soccer team, and and uh, Bob Gansler introduced me to the sport. Mm-hmm. He he sat down and broke down film. And when you, when you learn from a guy who was the World Cup coach here in the United States years ago, you learn the game. And it's a, when it's played correctly, it's a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I don't mind one nothing games. Yeah. But 7-on-7, seven seven, there's some scoring going on. Yeah, it depends the style of teams play. Some, some play, teams play a very defensive style of soccer. So you can be like a 3-2 would be like a low-scoring game. Yeah. Uh, with a high score, you can see maybe even 8-7 or 8-9 or yeah. sometimes. So. So these kids get a good feel on how to finish too, yeah, yeah. and that's important. Um, if is there still time for schools to get involved in this, or is it is have you closed the door? Um, so we have until April 20, 20, 29th. Okay, so to, you've got time. You got a lot of time. Yes. Hey, if you're a soccer guy out there and your your son or daughter, is it all boys at this uh, point? Yeah, it's all boys. I do so, one in, in the winter for girls. Okay, but for summer I do boys. So if if your son um, is a is a soccer player, what can you, do you off the top of your head? And if you don't know him, it's okay. Do you know exactly the, what schools are involved right now? Uh so so we have Pius. Yep. Uh, Wafish Bay, Tosa East, Tosa West, West Bend uh, East. Um. Milwaukee Lutheran. Yeah, Milwaukee Lutheran in my high school. Uh, Franklin, uh, Tena Veritas, uh, St. Augustine Prep. Okay. And I think I'm blanking on a couple of schools. That's okay. Yeah. So, but if your son or if you're a coach in a program that 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 Oswald did not talk about, um, you certainly can reach out and you go to their they're going to your website is the best way, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to get in contact with you, um, Junior Red Knight. SC. So Junior Red Knight Soccer uh, Club. JuniorRedKnightSC.com uh, is where you want to go. And you can get in contact if you, have, you want more information on that 7-7 seven seven Soccer League. Is that played at Milwaukee Lutheran? Yep, every Sunday. So from 3 to 7. So if you have nothing to do on a Sunday afternoon, you want to come watch some, some good soccer? Yeah. And it's summer. What time does it start? Or when does it start? Oh, what time of year? Uh, June 9th. June 9th? To August 11th. August 11th. Yeah, from 3 to 7. So everybody's playing at the same time. Yeah. Guy, oh. Boy, a lot of soccer kids playing on on uh, at uh, Milwaukee Lutheran at, at that point. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that one of the things you talked about why you put this together was not only so, you know, the kids on, on, on your team and these other teams can hang out a little bit, mm-hmm. but then they can meet some of the kids from the other teams as well. Right. And, look, soccer is uh, – worldwide it's a huge sport. Not mm-hmm. so big here. It, it's just not in southeast Wisconsin, and I think it's growing myself. But it's I think to build chemistry not only with with your team, but build chemistry and create chemistry within the other teams is a really good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, other schools they have to be a little surprised when they find out you're doing this and and hoping that everybody's getting better because that's that's what you're hoping. Yeah, is that the game of soccer improves, not just the the Milwaukee Lutheran program. That's right. With the sport, if you everybody's growing and getting better. It's always good for the sport. 
Hey, before we get, uh, we've got another five minutes in, in this segment. I wanted to focus on one of the things that that um, you had you had written an email to me, and we had talked a little bit about it. And I, I think it's important that we bring this up. You said, "Look, our, our our we have a little bit of a different focus now with the Junior Red Knight Soccer Program, and and in general, um, you don't think that there's enough focus in the city." from the minority community to play soccer, and the Junior Red Knight program is now focusing, especially on the girls' side, um, focusing on girls' soccer to help more participation from girls from from the minority community. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that's lacking at this point? I, th- I think so, for sure. Especially coaching at uh, Monarch Lutheran, where we have a lot of minorities. We just don't have the numbers for them to come out and, and, um, and play soccer. We, we can barely make about one varsity team from from our school right now, so that's that's, 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 that's an issue, and um, there's a lot of girls out there who I think who benefit a lot from from, from um. Do you, how how any of your assistant coaches in the building? Yes, um, he's one of the coach. Um, one 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 of the teacher there too. So. Okay, so that's got to help because I you would think walking down the hall you might want to say to a couple of girls look. We got, we got some spots on the soccer team if you want to come give us a shot. Right. Are you willing to take girls that are freshmen who have never played before and, and say, come out and play? Yeah. That's hard, yes, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it is hard, but hey, what can you do sometimes? You need so, bodies. Yeah, you need bodies. It's hard when you're playing against like teams like uh, Pewaukee, where they have girls who have played soccer for like, for like 15 years before high school. So right. it's like, how do you play like that with girls like that? So it's like, I don't know how you compete with yeah, that. Yeah. And I really don't. In the Brookfield area, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you, these youth programs that are doing really well on both the boys and girls side. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to ask, you know, in your conference alone, Pewaukee is at the top team. Are they, especially uh, on the girls yeah, side? Yeah, for sure. Pewaukee, Nibelin and Eisenhower, who, who wouldn't stay last year. Yeah. Sherwood, I think they're probably winning conference this year. I think we might pick to win conference this year. Uh, then you have. Um, Button West also is pretty strong. So, so the idea behind not only the set, all this stuff that you're doing, you, you you wake up in the middle of the night with some of these ideas, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he um, what he's trying to do through this Junior Red Knight soccer program. If if I had a pinpoint, I would say, look, he wants to introduce this sport again to us to uh, to to kids that you know he wants them to to learn the game of soccer, fall in love with it, but also at the same time strengthen this. Milwaukee Lutheran program because you're coaching both the boys and the girls. Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah. Hey, let's get to uh, let's get to an early break. Other side of the break, I want to continue to talk about this Junior Red Knight program. Got a couple of questions for Oswald as far as the mission statement, what the cost is to, to, to get involved with some of this stuff, how he's finding, where he's finding his coaches, and uh, and things like that. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern. We're talking Junior Red Knight Soccer. He is the director of the uh, the Red Knight Junior Red Knight Soccer program. He's Oswald Bashwa. Hey, let's talk a little bit about um, the a little more on the seven on seven. I've got a couple of other questions for you. the The participation fee and the the the, the money that schools have to pay to get to participate in that is what? That's uh, five hundred dollars per team. Five hundred? Yes, and you get ten games. So as as I think it's pretty worth it it's, compared to other leagues that you pay maybe like 
$800 for like five games. Right. So like, yeah, that is, especially if, if uh, you know, if they're asking these kids to participate and, and have to pay for some of it, that's, I mean, if they've got 10 kids on a team, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you sub, sub in, in, in? Yeah, sub in, um, sub in and out. So usually I say about 10 to 12 people on a roster. So that way it's kind of nice, little, nice subbing and um, rhythm there. Yeah, can, so. can coaches coach during that that period? Uh, no. Okay. But they can come and watch. Because WIA rules can have contact in the summer. So Yeah, WIA rules. How how familiar are you with all those? You get a lot of them, don't you? Yeah, a lot of them, yeah. So, so I try, try, to stay, try to stay in line with the, with the rules. Hey, my next guest in here is the uh, uh, basketball coach at South Division. Yeah. And he said uh, – Hey, your your guest right now. He said, make sure that there's a lot of rules WIA has that uh, yeah. that that. And I know this is a basketball coach. It's it's it is really unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, you, they spend a lot of time to make sure your socks are not you know doesn't have a logo <laughs> on, but they're not going to move. Uh, yeah. yeah, don't don't. We won't get started in the WIA. I'm not happy with them um, right now. Hey, when when these other teams join and get involved in the seven on seven. I, is it more? Is it competitive? I mean, do these guys get after a little bit. Yeah, some some teams do, uh, especially at the higher division level. For like, cause we have uh, two divisions, one is upper level and one is lower level. So like more, it's like Wavish Bay or Pius, the more programs that are established in the state, they play in that higher level of uh, competition. So they're usually more competitive with each other. They want to win, even though it's summer league. Right. Um, then you have JV, was like more kids getting touches, getting ready for high school and. I think anytime they're keeping score, yeah. you, you, you want to win. Hey, one yeah. of the cool things about the seven on seven is there are some some t- college coaches that have committed to you to come scout this, mm-hmm. to watch some of the talent in this area. Um, and you're you're talking about schools like uh, Concordia and UW Whitewater and UW Madison and St. Norbert for Turbo, uh, Madison College, Carthage, Carroll, MSOE, number of schools that have committed to you that they'll send their college coaches there. To scout some of these kids. That's correct. Yes, it's a big part of this thing. Yeah, so we kind of worth your while for you to come and, and play. And yeah, get yourself uh, on, the, on the scene out there, you know, on the map. So. Yeah, I think that that is a lot of kids. Uh, look, a lot of kids want to play sport. Want want to play something at the next level when they're in high school, mm-hmm. and you know it's hard to play at the next level when some of the sports, especially like a basketball, where you've only got fifteen kids total. Mm-hmm. And and in soccer, if you're a standout soccer player, you're going to get a chance to play at the next level. Right. Did you play in college? Yes, I did for one year. Where at? I'm a kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, decided that you don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, school got hard, so good. I cannot focus on that. Yeah. Good for you. And yeah, that's. I think that was probably a really good move for you, yeah. right? Yeah. And and you've kept your your toe in it. Um, what else is going on then this summer? If if kids want to get involved again, the the uh, the camp that that we wanted to kind of have you put this on the calendar is June twenty fourth through the twenty eighth, nine to noon. June twenty fourth through the twenty eighth, they're hosting the camp with the Ace Soccer Club, and uh, it's free to kids. Similar to last year, free to kids. We're hoping the weather is going to be a little bit better this year than it was last year. They had around fifteen to twenty kids each day. Last year, but you can come for the full week, nine to noon, June twenty fourth through the twenty eighth, and you can go to their website. It's the easiest uh, easiest way to get a hold of these guys. It's Jr. or Junior Junior Red Knights SC Junior Red Knights Soccer Club Just Google that, and you, and all the information that you're going to need, not only on that summer camp, but the seven on seven 
soccer program. You've got uh, until April, what did you tell me? April 29th. 29th, the end of April. You're a high school team, high school coach, wants to get involved in that. That's for the boys' uh, soccer program, soccer programs. And if uh, if you think 7-on-7 seven seven is a good idea, get these kids away from playing video games all summer long, get a chance to get some touches on the soccer ball, uh, create some chemistry on your team. It's a really good opportunity. Were you surprised at, at the amount of teams that, that you had last year and then the, the growth that you've had this year? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, first year, recruiting was tough because you started from scratch. You have no idea, like, who's going to be interested, who will not be interested. So after one year, teams really liked it. So they, they told other, other teams about us, which I think which is I think the best uh, promotion for you is to have other people t- talk about you. Right. What you, what you can do for yourself. So so that was surprising to me. Like, wow, we doubled in size from last year to this year. So I was like, okay, it's pretty cool. Do you have a JV program? Um, both. Uh, I know the girls you don't, correct? Yeah. But on the boys, do you? Yeah. Um, and the the kids that that played last year on the JV program was there? Did they have much success on the field? Um, so some of them are some of them are like first time players, right? So so a little bit of a struggle, but they grow a lot and they somehow get better in like two or three years. They start to like actually do some soccer moves and like doing all this crazy stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, this, this is impressive. Why didn't you play when you were younger? But right, so because maybe maybe the opportunity wasn't there. And again, that's one one of the reasons and and. In what we had talked about last segment, and certainly in your email, that there there is a different focus, mm-hmm. and uh, you you kind of feel that's personal to you. Mm-hmm. Do you want you want these kids from the city, and especially on the girls' side from the minority community, to get a chance to at least be introduced to this sport? Have you found through the three years you've been doing this, Oswald, that some of these kids who have never been introduced to the sport, when they get introduced to it, they fall in love with it? Yeah. And some of them are actually natural at the two. Um, we had this one player, um, Ezalte, who came actually out his junior year. Actually. His junior came out for the first time playing soccer. Okay. So he was a, on JV's first, his, his junior year. Senior, he was on varsity starting, and he made the whole conference in North Shore Conference. Really? Yes. Is he? Did he go on and play anywhere, or is he um, just going to school? He's going to school right now, but it's, it's, it's imagine this one guy played for one year, and he makes all conference in one of the toughest states in, in Wisconsin. Yeah. So it's like... Oh, I bet he's playing... Uh... I bet he fell in love with it then. Yeah. When you yeah. have that kind of success, and, and and look, there's different types of success. Mm-hmm. You know, as a team, you can have a lot of team success, mm-hmm. individual success. When you have the uh, have it both is is you know kind of similar to what's going on in this basketball program. And Martin Luther right now this year mm-hmm. had a lot of success. Mm-hmm. Uh, some individual kids, and then as a team, and and, and that certainly. Um, not only benefits the, the the program, but and the school, mm-hmm. but these kids on an individual basis. I think it's important for that. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Hey, with um, with with this girls program that that you're trying to put together again, it's we play for him. Is is kind of what the 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 term is between Martin Luther and Milwaukee Lutheran and Lakeside um, Lakeside Lutheran. That part of it, when somebody says, "Hey, look." I don't understand what that means. We play for him. How do you explain that? Um, so again, Jesus is the first in our lives, right. so we put him first uh, in everything we do. Um, we again, we, again, we will start, start with the prayer. Right. We, we, he's the center of our lives. We we put him first in everything we do. So so we, so we play for him. So so we, we're talking about. Yeah, I think that's important. What what's the vision for you here? If if you look into the future, Oswald, and and, and let, we can look short term, and then let's look look long term. Um, for for the Milwaukee Lutheran soccer program, 
What are you hoping for short term as far as how many how many kids and 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 being competitive in the conference? Um, do you think that that's coming here in the next couple of years? I believe so. Um, one thing really is ch- ch- changing the culture of the, of the program. Um, kind of being on a losing end, end of the last few years has kind of put a dent on the program for for a bit. So really hoping to change the program of having having a new excitement and just having just you know passion for, for the game. And I think that's very important to kind of changing the the culture. Of, it's hard yeah. to change the culture. Yeah, you know when when what what happens and I've seen it firsthand is when the game is tied. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, in 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 your sport, when there's six minutes to go, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden these kids go, well, we're not going to win because mm-hmm. we never win, right? And all of a sudden, or there's a trust factor, mm-hmm. you know, I th- this this back doesn't trust, you know, this guy, and so he starts moving this way to help, and then he gets beat. Mm-hmm. Um, changing culture is a really difficult thing to do, and I'm sure that that's what keeps you up at night. Yeah. Yeah, it does, and the participation part. Are numbers going up a little bit for you? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, this year we are, we're supposed to grow because last year we barely had a JV team. So right. this year, hopefully, who uh, who coaches the JV team? Um, we don't know yet. yet. Okay, uh, we are plus of hiring a couple coaches to coach. So yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we yeah. gotta find the, the right fit to. It's hard, kids, yeah. you know, to bring somebody in and say, "Hey, look, you got to help turn the culture around." Mm-hmm. That's difficult. Hopefully, you'll find somebody in the building. I always find that that, you know, that certainly benefits because they get a chance to see these kids, talk to these kids every day, mm-hmm. find out what's going on in their, in their lives, mm-hmm. and invest not only in them in in soccer, but certainly invest in in their lives, which which makes a big difference for sure. Hey, one of the other things that you had uh, talked about in your email. Um, is is the fact that even though there's 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 some clubs like Simba and Ace and Pride that are focusing on kids from from the minority com- community, um, you don't think there's enough focus on 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 that. What made you come up with that? Where where did why did you why do you think there's not enough focus on uh, especially on the girl side? Yeah, just again coaching in high school and seeing all these girls coming into high school who have potential, but they don't have a, that touch of um of a chance of playing soccer. So we have these girls who are like. Really good athletes. They are very coordinated and like, wow, okay, she's pretty good. She's doing something in two or three years. They're doing something well, right? So imagine if they played since they're like maybe five or six years old. Yeah, what, what would they be by now? So and and that camp, what the camp that we've been talking about? What's the age group on that? The camp is June twenty fourth through the twenty eighth. Again, nine to noon at Milwaukee Lutheran High School. It's a youth camp, and again, it's a free youth soccer camp and their idea is hey look come on out if you're a kid that's never played before that's okay give it a shot it's it's not going to cost uh as a parent it's not going to cost any money to find out if 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 uh if these guys if oswald and his group can can teach these kids the game of soccer enough at that early age to uh to fall in love with it what's the age at that camp so 4k so four years old to um eighth to eighth grade so 13 15 years old you're, you're gonna have 4k yeah Really? We had a couple last year. I was like, okay, why not? Because last year we had it from, from 6 to 12. Okay. So when you have a bunch of four-year-old coming, like, okay, that's, that's, why not Why not bring them in too? So, man, I, I've got a five-year-old grandson. Maybe I'll drop him off for that. Good, That'll be good, great. Yeah, good luck with him. <laughs> he came up to me a couple weeks ago and he said, Papa, there's Monday, Tuesday, and punch day. 
Punch Day. And Punch Day. <laughs> and he's at that right height, Oswald. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I said, you punch me again, I'm going to hit you back. He said, you're so big. And I said, don't be doing that Monday, Tuesday, Punch Day thing with me, young man. He started laughing. So, yeah, I'm not sure how we do in a camp like that, but we may find out. Yeah. We may find out again June 24th through the 28th. Not going to cost you a dime. It's a free summer camp. Do they get shirts or anything? Yes, they do. They get T-shirts? They get T-shirts, yeah. If they don't have a soccer ball, is that okay? You'll supply one? Yeah, for, we have everything for them, too. Always going to just come with the right right uh, attitude. Come and have fun. There you go. Soccer. Junior Red Knights Soccer. Go to JuniorRedKnightsSCSoccerClub.com. Oswald, it's good to see you, sir. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Thank You're you. doing good work in this community. Thank you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.